This is the Colts Daily Update, a look at the latest with the Indianapolis Colts. Now, here's the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Hey, welcome inside. This is the Colts Daily Update on this Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve. We've got football tomorrow. We've got Bills and Lions. First game at 12.30, Giants-Cowboys in the afternoon at 4.30, Patriots-Vikings at 8.20. I'm Matt Taylor with J.J. Stangovitz on the horn tonight. We're talking Colts football. Pacers in action tonight. They're uh, taking on the Timberwolves here on 93.5 and 107.5, the fan. Pacers after us, but we're talking about 4-6-1 Colts, 3-7 Steelers coming up on Monday night football. And J.J., uh, this Colts team definitely coming off a heartbreaker to the Eagles last time out at Lucas Oil Stadium. We talked about that earlier this week on our podcast. But um, from your standpoint, how are the Colts poised to bounce back against a very beatable Steelers team? How have you seen them kind of stay focused after going toe-to-toe with arguably the best team in the NFL trying to rebound here? I mean, unfortunately, Matt, the Colts have kind of been through this before they lost to the Commanders in uh, pretty much a similar fashion. Mm -hmm. A couple of weeks ago at Lucas Oil Stadium with a a last-second touchdown to lose 17-16. And I think, you know, you're hearing kind of the same mantras coming out of uh, 56th Street over the last couple of days of just, you know, it's all about execution. It's all about us as a team. And, you know, we need to stop beating ourselves. And that's what the Colts' mentality has been really all season, coming off of all these losses, really outside of the ones to Jacksonville and New England, uh, the, the Colts feel like they're just a couple of plays away from really having the season back on track and having the season where they would like it to have been. Mm-hmm. But it comes down to, can this team execute in critical situations? If you get a first and goal on the five-yard line, can you punch it into the end zone? Can you avoid the negative plays and the penalties that really plagued this team against the Eagles last week? And go out and take down a Steelers team, by the way, Matt. You mentioned they're very beatable. This is the first time the Colts have faced a rookie quarterback all year. I'm very interested to see what Gus Bradley is able to do with his defense against Kenny Pickett. Yeah, no doubt about that. And he struggled, right? Eight interceptions to three touchdowns. By the way, the Colts were back on the practice field today getting ready for this game. So they have that extra day, if you will, built in for Monday night football. And and Jeff Saturday, J.J., said there's not going to be any changes along that offensive line this week. Bernard Ryman's going to stay at left tackle. Will Fries is going to stay at right guard. Is the idea there just to let that unit grow together and let Ryman, uh, a first-year player, and Fry's essentially a first-year player, I mean, a guy that's getting really his first extended run you know, as a starting player along that offensive line, he's in year number two. But is the idea to get as much time on task as possible with those guys to kind of speed up their growth as young players going into 2023? Well, it's funny. Today, Jeff, Saturday, said in his press conference, he, he was pulling from something that Tony Dungy or Jim Caldwell always said, which is, it's easy to fire someone, but it's not that easy to find their replacement. And, you know, part of it is the Colts feel like their best five right now includes Bernard Ryman and Will Fries. But the other part of it is very much, you know, Jeff Saturday understands what it's like to be a young offensive lineman in this league and to have your mistakes be highlighted on, you know, the sack reel of mm-hmm. all these veterans around the league. And he said, you know, everyone... For, for an offensive lineman, you, you get all the attention for your negative plays, but no one notices when you do something exceptional on a play because that's not going to show up on a highlight reel. It's not a sack. It's not a, an explosive play. Right, right. It's not a turnover. But you're doing your job, and you're doing it at a high level. Fun fact here, Matt, Bernard Ryman has the third highest run-blocking grade of any rookie all this year, any rookie offensive lineman. So 
that's a really good sign for where the Colts are right now, that he is doing some things well, and he is showing those signs of progress. Yes, last week was, was pretty tough. Yes, last week was, you know, he gave up two sacks and he had two penalties. But there are plays, if you look at Jonathan Taylor's 28-yard run, where Bernard Ryman really clears out one side of that play and is able to open up a big hole for Jonathan Taylor. So mm-hmm. he's doing some things well. Will Fries is having some good reps here and there that are going to be, that are going to be you know, beneficial for him going forward. But what Jeff Saturday wants to see is progress from those guys. He wants to see, you know, week to week, are you making the same mistake twice or are you correcting those things during the week? That's going to be big for this Colts team going forward. It's J.J. Stankovitz from Colts.com. I'm Matt Taylor. This is the Colts Daily Update tonight, 93.5 and 107.5. The fan uh, on the other side of the ball, the defense just played fantastically, you know, for a, a great stretch of that game. Obviously, you know, the 14 points in the fourth quarter, that's what everybody's talking about. But what is the attitude of this defense going into this game? Like I said earlier this week on the podcast, J.J., the Colts have uh, – they've held seven opponents to 20 points or less – and they only have three wins in those games because of, of letdowns in the fourth quarter and then obviously the offensive inefficiencies that have been there all season long. So how is the defense poised to move on from a game where they played great for literally 57, 58 minutes? But as we all know, it's a 60-minute game. So in terms of, of their focus, what's this week all about for them uh, trying to rebound against Pittsburgh? Yeah, the, the you know it's all about playing a complete 60-minute game, kind of like you were talking about, Matt. This defense was not willing to, you know, get pats on their back for, all right, hey, you played great for 57 minutes, but down the stretch allowed those two touchdowns, you know, but all right, it was a winning effort. No one on this defense is satisfied with how they played against the Eagles, even if, yes, they were the first team to hold Philadelphia under 20 points all season. Right. That, that was a game where, you know, the, the Colts want to be the defense that has the game in their hands, and they want to be the team that can close out games. Like, frankly, they have at a pretty high rate this year. You know, winning those games in Denver – and against the Raiders and against you know Kansas City with those big plays you know with under a minute to go, uh, this defense has shown they can do it. But ultimately, you know I think something Michael Pittman Jr. said, uh, you know, and this isn't necessarily applying to the defense; it's the whole team. But he said, you know, if you kind of need to make plays late in games to win, like uh, eventually that's going to probably come back to bite you. Eventually, that's probably going to even out over the course of the season. You want to be able to control games completely where you don't need to make that big play down the stretch. And, you know, Pitt was mostly talking about the offense there, giving up the sack and not being able to have one of those last-second drives that Matt Ryan's been pretty good at this year against the Eagles. But I think that probably applies to the defense, too, that, you know, you don't want to be in those positions. When you get a, a third down deep in Eagles territory, you know, don't let them convert there. Really mm-hmm. squeeze them out before they can even get near the end zone. I think that's probably more than their mentality going forward is don't even let the other team get in position where they can score and you do need to make a, a tremendous play, you know, by a guy like Stephon Gilmore late in the game to win it. J.J. Stangovitz right there from Colts.com. I'm Matt Taylor. Another positive on defense, guy that's that's really starting to shine, Unique Ngakwe. He has at least a half sack now in five consecutive games. That's the longest streak in his career. It's also the longest active streak in the NFL going on right now. Why is he starting to shine? Why is he really starting to break out at this point of the season, in your opinion? I think, you know, a lot of it for Unique is that, you know, he's, he's just getting more comfortable with everything this year. You know, Zaire Franklin made a mention today that, you know, Jan's been dealing with some nagging stuff, nothing that he is obviously going to admit 
um, but just some, you know, maybe a nagging nick here or there that has been getting a little bit better as the season's gone on. I mean, look, here's the thing with Unique Ngakwe is if he gets one and a half more sacks this year, he's going to have eight or more sacks in seven consecutive seasons. He will literally have never played a season in the NFL without getting eight or more sacks. That is remarkable consistency. It's not surprising that we're seeing it from Unique Ngakwe right now, that he's starting to show right. the kind of pass rusher he can be because this is who he's been over the course of his career. And, I mean, you know, six games left at this rate, I think he's he's probably – on a pretty good pace to get double-digit sacks for the Colts this year. Yeah, and, and we're starting to see more impactful moments, like the one we saw in that first play of the second half on that strip sack of Jalen Hurts there against the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, J.J., have a great Thanksgiving coming up. What are you writing about uh, this weekend, over the weekend, of Colts fans? Uh, uh, how can they get dessert from Colts.com and stay up to date on this Colts team going into Monday Night Football? I was going to say, as long as you're not too loaded up on tryptophan, you can go check out. I did a mailbag on Colts.com on Wednesday. Uh, just, you know, diving into some stuff about the defense, just like we talked about here, um, you know, with that last-second uh, loss to the Eagles. Just, you know, a little bit of interesting notes on there from Jeff Saturday, from Gus Bradley, from a couple of players, just about what happened on the, the Jalen Hurts scramble. And then really putting a lot into this game preview against the Steelers, Matt, because, hey, it's Monday Night Football. All eyes are going to be on the Colts on Monday night in the footballing nation mm-hmm. and it's it's going to be a a really good crowd a really good atmosphere even though these are two teams under 500 because matt uh I, when's the last time the colts had a monday night home game what 2015 2015 correct yes yep so it's going to be a real fun atmosphere at lucas oil stadium i'm going to have everything you need there you go leading up to kickoff on colts.com all right jj enjoy your time with family enjoy those twins of yours in the background Get out the stretchy pants and uh, enjoy some football tomorrow, all right? Have a great day. I was going to I was, I was say Henry and Charlie made their uh, <laughs> daily update debut today, so thank you. Oh, they did great. We appreciate it, brother. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon, all right? I appreciate you, Matt. All right, J.J. Stankovitz right there. That's all the time we've got tonight. Colts Daily Update. Obviously, for more Colts content, we've got you loaded up on the website and uh, wherever you download your podcasts. Colts Roundtable Live from earlier this week. The official Colts podcast is up featuring J.J. and Inside Football with Rick Venturi. It's all there up for you right now. Colts.com, the Colts mobile app, and the Colts audio network. Pacer Hoops is coming up next. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy the day tomorrow. It's the Colts Daily Update on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.